Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on being reactive and being receptive. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, I think what comes to mind for me is, I think, um, and this was me, and probably, I, I not probably, I can be this way still sometimes. Uh, I just think that like as Christians too, one of the things that I think we struggle with is we think that like our job is, is like, we think that all oh, man, people are going to be so grateful and they're going to come to faith in God and their lives are going to be changed. If we just tell them how right we are all the time. Um, it's like, it's more about being right than anything else. And I, I just think that that's not true uh, practically because I, uh, I don't really feel loved and like, I want to hang out with people that just want to be right all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, a mark of a deepening faith is as I grow as I grow closer to Christ, my love for others deepens, not my desire to show others how rightly I believe. Yeah, yeah, and there, you know, there's so many. Man, I, I probably was this pastor in a, you know before, but at certain times, but. I just think of different pastors and different people that even like you know I would probably align with a lot of their theology, but it just seems like all I hear from them is what they're against rather than what they're for. Mm. A very reactive posture. Um, and I just, I don't think, I don't see that. I don't, I don't see that in the ethos of God in the Bible. Um, I definitely see God having morals and standards and Jesus was definitely um, pushed against one group of people, which was the religious leaders of the day who who had that posture but jesus was very compassionate very sympathetic very empathetic very gracious and if we're going to embody the person and work of jesus i think we're going to have to embody a more receptive receptive presence rather than reactive presence yeah and if we're thinking about like well there's people if you're hearing this and thinking, oh, there's people in my life that are super reactive, like you need that's right now you need to pause and take take into consideration and just assume, or not assume since we're saying not to assume, you need to start taking the posture and identifying like where am I being reactive? Because I know Wes and I, neither of us are Jesus, but nobody hearing this is Jesus either. And so we need to be self-aware enough to know that there are going to be times in our lives when we are reactive, when we do the things that we know we don't want to do. And one thing that also uh, stood out to me from that verse you read in Leviticus was vengeance is, is not ours. Yeah. And if, that, if that's real, and I believe that's real, that's how you can love your enemies because you know who is against them really you also know that like whatever they're doing is going to be taken care of not out of like oh i'm going to wait for you to get yours it's i'm going to care for you so whatever the future holds is less painful because i was shown grace when i was messing up mm-hmm. by somebody and there there has to be this amount of patience that's required if we are going to believe that vengeance is not mine, it's God's. Yeah. That requires so much patience. But the way you get through patience is by, and like how you grow in patience for people you don't agree with is working to understand them. And that mm-hmm. kind of goes back to that list of understand, that active listening. 
Because if you're work, if you're going into a conversation with the attitude of "I just want to understand," and not just me personally, but an active listener is able to communicate it back to the person they're listening to, so that the person who's who's talking can confidently say that the person that that I've been talking to really understands what I said, sees where I'm coming from. And it's really hard to be afraid of and hate and be angry at people that we are actively building a relationship with and working to understand. Right. That's, that's actively how you start to love your neighbor as yourself. Even the weird ones, even the annoying ones, because you're getting to understand like what it is that who they are. It takes time and it's messy and it's scary because we're literally giving of our time. Mm. And we tr- like the thing we can't, we work to control the most is our time. And that was one, gr- another great thing about who Jesus was is he gave of his time. He didn't have a Google calendar that he stuck to. He literally walked everywhere and things took him out of his way. Like he allowed for time to be taken from him. Yeah. I just think, you know, I don't want anyone to hear this and think that we're just, we're, it, this is not meant to sound like law, like we're telling somebody yeah. more that they need to do. I just think, man, if you're going through life reactive and it looks like your posture just that everyone's out to get you and intentionally trying to ruin your life, like, I, I just feel like that's probably really exhausting. Yep. And if you're pushing against all the time, questioning, always suspicious, always conspiratorial, that's just gotta be exhausting, you know? Because at the end of the day, you know what people want? They want to be loved, they want to feel safe, and they want to belong. Like, I don't think that fundamentally people are are just they wake up every morning thinking man i want to ruin everyone's life i mean maybe if they're a psychopath but i think that's pretty rare i think most people just want to feel loved and safe and belong and in a sense they belong and including you including me and so assuming people are doing the best they can and 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 trying to listen to them and trying to understand first i just feel like it's I feel like if you and I, and if we could all practice that more, it would create more compassion. It would create more, more of what we're really after, probably more love, safety, and belonging. Um, and it will be messy and, and we'll hit our heads, but I feel like that outlook for life and for relationships is going to lead us to more, uh, and just, it's going to be, I think it's going to, it's going to lead us towards trust and towards the essence of Christ more so than if we're pushing against everything. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.